0: Ring jingling, ring jingling. it's the most happiest time of my rear What? Uh it is the happiest time of the year, and here's why we are here uh on a very special day. Um We're getting so close to Christmas, and uh today's the day you've all been waiting for. It's the Harland Highway annual Christmas parade. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get ready to rock and roll right down the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Man, keep it going. Love the show. You're hilarious. My blanket! My blue blanket! Give me my blue blanket! Fasten your seatbelt. You're riding down the Harland Highway. It's the Harland Highway. Oh my gosh, what an exciting day, what an exciting podcast, I can't believe it, it's finally here, Ah, oh, one of my favorite podcasts of the whole year, uh, I hope you like it as much as I do, yes, today is the day we put on the uh, annual Harland Highway Christmas Day Parade, I think this year it's the 97th Harland Highway Christmas Parade full of colorful floats and marching bands and children and families and, oh, I I mean, I just love it. It's the time of year we're we're just uh, days away from from, uh, Christmas and nothing puts you more in the spirit than the 27th annual uh, Harlan... Whatever the annual the Harland Highway Christmas parade. So let me stop talking about it. Let's get to our uh, color commentators, John Waters and John Starter. They're gonna be uh, they're gonna be commenting on all the floats, all the activity, all the festivities. And uh, here we go, everybody. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and welcome to the uh, the annual Harland Highway Christmas Day Parade. Well, here we go, here we go. It's the Harland Highway 29th Annual Christmas Parade. I'm John Starters here with my partner in crime, John Waters. Thank you, John. And we are here today on a beautiful, crisp December afternoon watching the Holiday Christmas Parade come marching down the street yes John marching down the street let's hope we have a really good parade this year the last few years have been nothing short of lemon sauce now what do you mean lemon sauce John? well if you have a lemon and you grind it up it makes lemon sauce and this parade over the last few years has just been full of lemons One float after another has been a lemon. Well, if you got lemons, let's make Christmas punch. (laughs) Not really funny, John. Okay, well, let's get right to it. Here comes our first float coming right down the center of the Harlan Highway. What a wonderful float it is. Not really. Well, let's give it a chance, John. It looks like it's the Tiny Tim. God bless us, everyone, Float. Yes, and we all know Tiny Tim comes from the classic Christmas tale, A Christmas Carol. What a wonderful, wonderful traditional Christmas story. Yes, well, Tiny Tim probably put a damper on what should have been a moving, inspirational story. Now, what do you mean, John? Well, here we are. Learning about how we can learn from our mistakes in life. Just when the movie starts to get uplifting, along comes this little kid, Tiny Tim, with his rotten club foot. And now here we have a float coming down the road, a giant clubbed leg floating up in the air with a bunch of kids wearing crutches wobbling and hobbling down below. It's not really working. Christmas is a time to celebrate, not feel bad for crippled whipples crumbling down the street. Wow. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, John, but did you just say crippled whipples crumbling down the street? Yes, John, that's exactly what I said. And what does that mean exactly? I'm not sure, but I think you get my point. We've got these children on crutches. Some of them have their feet twisted around backwards. They look like crabs. Some of them have amputations. They look like they've got a frosty nub hanging out in the cold. And some of them were born with no legs at all. Nothing puts a damper on Christmas quicker than a human stump, John. Okay, well, you've made your case there, John. Let's move along to the next float. Yes, let's, because that last float was not really working, John. Okay, well, here comes our next float. It's Grandma Tater's Christmas Cake, and here it comes. Every year, she puts a wonderful float into the parade, a giant Christmas cake floating down the street, and all her helpers... ...pulling it along dressed as raisins. Yes, John, not a good idea. A giant cake floating in the sky. It's the type of thing that can cause acne just looking at it. Well, now, it does look delicious, John... And I'm sure those raisins look delicious to wild pit bulls roaming in the alleys as we make our way down the city street. And need I say more, here comes a pit bull out of the shadows. It was lurking behind a dumpster and it's taking one of the raisin people down. Oh my goodness, oh my, it's really, it's tearing at the raisin person. It's ripping the raisin person apart. And the other raisins are jumping in trying to help. And more dogs have emerged, John. It looks like a pack of wolves going to town on a skin moose carcass. Oh my goodness. And it looks like the giant Christmas cake is broken away from the raisins as they get mauled by the dogs and it looks like the Christmas cake is floating up into the sky. There it goes. There it goes, and it's gone behind the office buildings, John. Oh, this is horrible. Look at those dogs just gorging on the raisin people, their little leotard-covered legs kicking, their curly little raisin elf shoes kicking in the air. If you ever want to hear a raisin scream... Now's the time. Wow, really not a good thing to see here, John. Yes, and this float is not really working, John. Okay, well, we're going to take a break, John, and hopefully the floats that come down the Harlan Highway when we come back will meet with your approval. I seriously doubt it. Okay, this is John and John with the Harlan Highway Christmas Parade. We'll be right back. Wow. Wow. What a lot of fun that is, isn't it? I, I Do you remember going to the, uh, the parades when you were a kid? The uh, Christmas Day parade? I can remember going. I can remember uh, huddled on the sidewalk in the cold. Every now and then my dad would put me up on his shoulder. And uh, the big excitement was waiting for uh, the red man himself, Jolly Saint Nick, at the end of the parade. And I guess we'll get to that here in a little while. But uh, even though the uh, memories are a little foggy, a little murky, I do remember doing it. I always remember there was one uh, there was one thing in particular that I think stuck in my head, and it was his weird costume, where it looked like clowns were walking down the street on their hands. But what it really was was this costume where they had the clown's head down by the sidewalk. Okay, it was like a paper mache head or some kind of fiberglass mask, like a full head. And then the hands, and then the legs were sticking up in the air. But there was a guy inside the suit, and how it worked is his feet were where the clowns' hands were, and they just had the clowns' feet sticking up over the top of the head of the guy inside the suit, so it gave the illusion that these clowns were walking down the street for hours upon hours on their hands. And I just remember they had kind of these weird, kind of sinister, kind of frozen stares on their faces, you know, the way masks do. And I always remember, even as a kid, I remember I figured out what it was going on, but still the you know the idea, the notion of some kind of super being that could just walk on their hands and make it look so casual as if they were strolling down the middle of the street, <laughs> right, and the music's playing and the hoopla and i don't I don't know why those were the main. Main things that stuck out in my head. I mean, sure, there were the giant floats. There was all that stuff, but it's funny what the human mind retains, what the human mind latches onto. And maybe that was kind of my uh, indication at an early age that I kind of liked the more bizarre, kind of obscure, kind of uh, weird stuff. You know? Maybe that's why it stuck in my head. I don't know. I've always been a fan of the kind of the wackier, weirder, bizarre kind of things in life. And so maybe instead of a giant, huge float with flowers and balloons and people, I enjoyed that. Although I did always wonder about the people waving. Have you ever, have you ever waved for hours on end? I actually had to ride in a parade once. It wasn't a Christmas parade, but it was like a town parade. And you actually kind of get tired. Your hand's like going back and forth and you got it up. Like, try it right now if you want. Put your hand up, you know, in in a wave, kind of your elbow out to your left, and then your forearm sticking up to heaven. And just start waving your hand, twisting your wrist. Try it for about, you know, a minute even. And tell me if it doesn't get annoying and tiring. So imagine these people, like, rolling down the street, walking down these streets in these parades. And uh, they're just waving away. I mean, I don't know if they'd be able to use their arms for the next four months. Mommy, are you going to open your Christmas present? I can't. My arms are paralyzed. "Ah!" I mean, good Lord. Well, anyways, all this talk about the parade is just making me hungry Hungry for more parade. Let's get back there. Uh, time's a-wasting. Uh, we're missing floats. Let's get back to John and John for the 14th annual Harlan Highway Christmas Day Parade. Well, here we are. We are back at the Harlan Highway 49th annual Christmas Parade. I'm John Walters, here with my sidekick, John Starters. How are you, John? Are you having fun at today's 29th annual Harlan Highway Christmas Parade? Not really, John. It's been one lemon pie after another. Well, we have had a bit of a slow start. I appreciate some of your constructive criticism on some of the earlier floats john i wouldn't even go that far john what do you mean john well constructive criticism my hairy buffalo covered ass cheeks oh well look out it wasn't constructive at all john it was just right to the criticism There's nothing constructive about it. I shot those floats down the way a drunk hunter shoots a Canadian goose out of a Minnesota swamp. They had it coming because their floats aren't really working. Okay, Jawa, let's put that behind us because here comes a wonderful new entry this year. Here comes the giant float from the Pick My Face Pus Clinic. And uh, they have just a wonderful float. It looks like a giant pockmark floating down the street here, John. Yes, and what a poor choice this is. As we know, Christmas is full of treats. Children getting chocolates and candy canes hung by the chimney with care, John. And to put a float in the parade of a giant pockmark to remind us how sensitive our complexions are and remind us how easily our youth can be covered with pus-riddled acne is just not the type of message we want to convey during this quote-unquote sweet time of year, John. Well, you might have a point there, uh, John. I'll tell you what, nothing uh, fills the air with more magic than a, a sweet uh, sweet bowl of uh, apple cider with a little sugar cane in it and some some brownies and some Christmas cookies. Yes, John, and what's really making this float even more unbearable, if you'll watch the people walking the streets dressed as... Little elves, they've got their red furry hats on with the pom-poms on the end. They're walking the streets, waving to the uh, eager, uh, excited crowd on the side of the road. And if you'll notice, John, all these people have what we call adult acne. Oh, okay, John. Adult acne. Yes, John, that's when somebody continues with an acne-smeared face beyond their adolescent years. I understand, so... Uh, most uh, most uh, young adults, most uh, children in their adolescent years, acne is a phase, so to speak. Yes, but some people carry acne and a pus-riddled face straight into adulthood. And what's happening here to kind of drive the message home about adult acne, as you can see, the people walking the street are walking up to people in the crowd and squeezing their zits. Their acne, their pus is squirting into people's eyes. It reminds me of someone at a seafood restaurant trying to open a saltwater oyster, John. Oh, well, that's quite the uh, graphic imagery, John. And uh, that is a little hard to watch. Oh, there goes, it uh, looks like one of the uh, the prayed uh, people from the Pick My Face Pus Clinic just uh, squished some pus into a little boy's eye. Yes, John, and that boy will be traumatized for years to come. Every time he sees a pizza or anything red, all he'll be able to think about is a zip-covered, pus-boiled face from these pus-covered, adult acne-riddled freaks. Oh, my, John. And this float is not really working. Well, I guess maybe I'm a boy, John, but hold on. Because coming in behind the pick-my-face puss clinic, it looks like Anthony's Albinos. What in the name of Swiss cheese and a side order of carrot cake is Anthony's Albinos? Well, I guess it's an Italian restaurant here on the edge of the Harlan Highway. And I guess their gimmick is, John, that all their waiters and waitresses are albinos. And might I say... El Paso. What do you mean, John? You say albino, I say El Paso. You wouldn't catch me in that freak house for a slice of pizza unless maybe all the blood drained out of my system and I was the same color as those phantoms. Wow, John, I think uh, albinoism is a... uh genetic uh, situation that ca- yes you can give it all the scientific credence you want a freak is a freak is a phantom it looks like these people are wrapped in kleenex it's terrifying they're pale their eyes are red they look like rats right out of a horror movie well now john and look at that the kids in the crowd are confused most of them have never seen an albino. They think they're snowmen, and many of the kids look at that down there, John. They're shoving carrots in the albinos' faces, right into their noses, thinking that they're walking, talking snowmen. Oh my goodness. And look out. What, John? What do you see now? Here comes someone who's, I guess it's one of the guys keeping the streets clear. For the parade he's got a snow blower he must think the albinos all clumped together like that is one big massive snow squall or some kind of snow drift and it looks like oh my goodness he's plowing right through them severed limbs and arms and crimson red splashing all over their ivory white freak skin oh my wow the crowd is really reeling back in horror as the albinos are being sucked into that snow blower and it really is a macabre scene. A macabre scene indeed. A scene I wish no one had ever taken the time to film. John, Andre's albinos float is not really working, John. What's that, John? It's not really working. Okay, well, let's take a a break. Will they sort through the body parts down there? And, John, we will be back with more from the 19th Annual Harlan Highway Christmas Parade. I mean, it's really ridiculous, John. Not even a Thanksgiving turkey has that much white meat. Thank you, John. We'll be right back. I mean... God, it makes me want to throw up a roll of golf balls. I don't know what that means, John. Neither do I. It's just a gut reaction. Wow, okay. Um. Boy, the, uh, the guys are, uh, I guess they're enjoying the parade. John and John, it sounds like they're... Uh... I, I, I think I can never tell with them how much they're liking it, but I, I hope you folks are liking it. I'm I'm enthralled. I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, captivated. I'm 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 enchanted. It's just a wonderful parade, some wonderful floats from the uh, the local folks here on the Harlan Highway. A great effort, a great sense of community and spirit and uh you know you got to admire the people that that put these uh floats together uh it's no easy feat to put together a 90 foot float and who knows how tall they are and fill them up with air and plaster them with flowers and make the costumes it really is uh it really is a spectacle and uh i hope you're enjoying it now for some of you uh, around the country around the world who are listening I know you uh, live in in regions where maybe there isn't snow, and uh, you know I I grew up in a region that had snow, the cold, the Canadian cold, the Canadian snow, and somehow that cold made the uh, the parade seem a little more alive, a little more realistic, as opposed to now I live down in California, and every year in Hollywood. God bless them, they put on a big Santa Claus parade. And, uh, I, it just, there's something missing. Okay. There's something missing when you're standing on the sidewalk in your, you know, your Adidas t shirt and your blue shorts and your black socks and your running shoes. And, you know, you got to wear a sun hat because it's so hot. And you got your, uh, you got your sun repellent on, your sunblock, and you're sweating. And the streets still kind of smell. And you're getting a tan. And then all of a sudden, here comes a big float of uh, some skiers, or some reindeer, or some candy canes, or some elves, or God bless 'em, him, Santa himself comes around the corner with eight reindeer trotting down the hot, sticky asphalt. If a reindeer actually put his f- hoof on it, it would probably melt and stick to the asphalt. It'd be like one of those prehistoric tar pits. Remember where animals step on the melting tar and they sink into the earth and millions of years later we'd dig them up? I wonder if uh, some, sometime down the road... Millions of years from now, whoever's still here on planet Earth will be excavating a eight reindeer and a Santa Claus and a sleigh from somewhere beneath the molten tar that melts in the 100-degree Palm Springs heat down here in sunny California. I'm just saying. God love the parades. God love the people that put them on. But, boy, does, that, does this warm weather kind of take the edge off it. Right? I mean, picture the opposite. Picture doing like a uh, summer fest or a volleyball tournament up in uh, the Northwest Territories in the middle of winter. How's that going to go over? You know, people, uh, they, the ball flies through the air and hits their frostbit fingers and their fingers snap off. Whoosh. Ah, My fingers just snapped off They're frozen solid But anyways, it's just an observation All I'm saying is personally I gotta admit, as much as I hate cold I do enjoy my parade a bit more When there's snowflakes falling down from the sky And there's a little bit of a nip in the air But let's uh, let's not let that take away From what we have here today we're getting towards the end of the parade. I think Santa Claus will be coming down the road any second now. Let's not miss it. Let's get back to our commentators, John and John, and pick up the end of the fourth annual Harland Highway Christmas Day Parade. Well, here we go. Here we go. We are down to the Near the end of our parade here, John. Yes, John, and it couldn't have come a minute too soon. Well, now, what do you mean by that, John? Well, this parade has really stunk the joint out, as they used to say when I hung out in pool halls as a child. Well, John, I mean, there have been some colorful, fun floats. There's also a lot of color in a puddle of vomit if you check the sidewalks outside of Flanagan's Pub on a Thursday night. I mean, come on, John. This parade's not really working. Well, you know, we still have time, John. It looks like we have one more float coming down before Santa Claus himself comes down around the corner. And this is an interesting float, John. It looks like for the first time ever in our uh, history of the parade's, We have a float uh, sponsored by a TV show. Well, isn't that a surprise? Look at that. The major network's trying to cash in once again on a family event that should be, in my mind, John, a commercial-free event. Well, John, I think you might like this float because... This float represents something that does good for people. There's a show on television, John, called The Biggest Loser, where they take... I know what they do. They take the chubbiest people in America, full-on walking manatees, they throw them into a fat camp, and they deprive them of chocolates, trinkets and goodies until they slim down and all their blubber rots away. Well, I guess that's one way to put it, John. Well, I can put it another way. Starve the fatsicle. A fatsicle, John? You heard me right. A fatsicle. Okay, well, here comes the float. And look at that, John. We have a whole bunch of the contestants from the actual show walking down the road And up in the air, they're pulling a giant balloon. It looks like a giant cupcake. Yes, John, and what a poor choice. These four poor fatties wobbling beneath a giant balloon from the very creature comfort that put them on the fat radar, so to speak. Well, I guess you have a point there, John. I sure do. That's like someone with cancer... Walking a leukemia mole down the street on a leash, it just doesn't make sense. Why torture yourself? Very good point, John, but you do have to admire those people down there must be over two, three hundred pounds apiece. I'm willing to bet they dip the scale at... Five or six hundred. You throw a shag carpet on that collection of monsters and you've got yourself a herd of woolly mammoths, John. Well, let's not be critical, John. Just the fact that they're out here walking says a lot. It also says watch out. There's a lot of young children in the crowd on the side of the curb, some of them not much bigger than maybe a large turkey or a couple of pound cakes stacked one on top of the other. My fear is that these warbling, wobbling, wobbling fat palaces suck some of these children right off the sidewalk the way you see a fish. Suck another fish off the floor of the ocean. Now, what do you mean, John? Well, I'm sure you've seen the Discovery Channel where they go down to the bottom of the ocean and there's these fish that sit in the sand disguised as rocks and coral. You can barely tell there's a fish there. I think I've seen that, John. And all of a sudden, here comes an unsuspecting fish swimming by, and before you know it, zap and slurp. It sucks the other fish in before the other fish know what hit it. And I'm afraid that these chubsters are going to get an appetite doing all this walking and suck a child. Oh, my God! Before I could even finish my sentence, I just saw one of the fatsters suck a four-year-old child into its mouth. That child is gone, John. Now, I'm not sure I saw what you saw. Oh, wait a minute. There goes another one. And another one, John. And another one over there. And there goes another one, John. And there goes another one. The Fatsicles are going on a feeding frenzy. Oh, my God. The parents, and they're trying to shield their children. And they've just sucked in one of the adults. I can still see their legs. Their legs dangling out of the chumpsicle's mouth. Oh my goodness, you were right when you called this one, John. I sure was, John. Once you've got the fever for sugar, icing, and flubblicious flubsters, you're going to come and eat and suck in food no matter what form it comes in. I hate to see this, but a bunch of families have just lost their children for Christmas. Wow, well, let's let's give thanks that that float went by, John. Yes, because that float was not really working, John. Okay, well, this is one float that always works, John. Here it comes around the bend. I can see it, John. It's Santa Claus. Here he comes, Jolly St. Nick and his eight reindeer. Here they come around the corner. Yes, and may I say, unfortunately, John. Now, why do you say that, John? Well, just take a look, John. What do you mean? Take a close look at Santa. Well, now, wait a minute. He does look a little slender this year, John. And he... don't say he. It's not a he. What are you? What are you talking about, John? It's a she. That's what I'm talking about. What in the world? That's right. Someone from the town council here decided that having a male Santa year after year was sexist, sexist, sexist. So, of course, the busybodies got together. They threw a vote together in City Hall. And guess what? This year, we've got Jolly Saint Nicholas, the female Santa. Oh, now, wait a minute, John. I don't know if I agree with that. Neither do I. Imagine Santa getting ready to get on his sleigh and having to douche or put in a tampon. What kind of... Now, wait a minute, John. No, don't wait a minute, me. It's a fact of life. Women have their periods. Last thing I want is Santa Claus flying over my house in the middle of the night, has a menstrual accident and has to change tampons, and throws a used one over the side of the sleigh, and God forbid, it slides right down my chimney, and there it is Christmas morning, sitting in there with the fire logs. It's not really working, John. Well, I guess you have a bit of a point there, John. It is a bit upsetting to cut from tradition, and take a male Santa that we all know and love and replace it with a woman. It's just another sad sign of how politically correct this country has gotten. Now we have, instead of a fat overweight jolly man who probably boozes it up in the back of his wood shop, now we've got a Santa that puts on fishnet stockings, Maybelline eye cream, wrinkle cream, a garter belt, and who knows if the boobs are real or fake in this day and age, John. Wow. Well, that is an interesting observation, John. And look as they go along. Look at that. Oh, my goodness. It looks like Santa is starting to dance. Santa is starting to wriggle. And she's taking off her top, John. She's taking off her red jacket. Oh, my God. She's twirling it around her head and gyrating her hips, John. Oh, my God, she's just taking her bra off, John. Oh, my God, those ripe melons look like the heads of two snowmen. They're so white. Oh, my God, John, and those nipples look like a flattened carrot. You got that right, John. This is a disgrace, having a woman as Santa Claus... Obviously is not really working. Oh, watch out, John. Here comes our panties. They're flying up into our booth. Look at ow! Ow, I just got hit in the eye with a victorious secret panty. I'm gonna get an eye infection. I can feel the yeast coming into my eye as we speak. Oh my god, John. Well that's all the time. We have for today, that is the end of our 97th Harland Highway Santa Claus Parade. And I've got enough yeast to make Christmas cookies for everyone in the neighborhood. Well, thank you for joining us, everybody. Thank you, John. And I'm sorry that this parade was not really working this year. Maybe next year, John. Maybe next year. From me, myself, John Waters And me, John Starters Merry Christmas, everyone (laughs) That's right, John Merry Christmas Better get me to a hospital, John Well, maybe first you can make me some of those cookies you talked about Just get me to the goddamn hospital, you jacked up jungle gym jumping jackass Wow, worst of the season to you, John Up yours (laughs) Well, there they go again. John and John are our parade commentators. I hope you enjoyed the parade, ladies and gentlemen. Um, As we get closer, it just uh, puts that a little extra magic in the air. I had a riot. I hope you did, too. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays as we get closer and closer. And uh, we're out of time. The parade is over. The lights have gone down. And uh, the candy bar wrappers are rolling down the street. So until next time, everybody, chicken chow mein, baby.